Hey everybody, welcome to Cultivation with Kevy. I'm your host, Kevy the Dreamer, and I'm very excited to be joined by a special guest today. He actually is my cousin. This is Raymond Cousins, acclaimed dancer, a soon-to-be personal trainer, um, all-around dreamer, and just one hell of a guy. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Such kind words. <laughs> Okay, so I want to start off with some icebreaker questions. Um, we know each other, of course, but some people out there may not know you or me. So I just want to uh, ask you some questions and get your take on them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my first question is, what did you name your first car? Oh, my goodness. So I didn't name my first car, but my friend did. So I had a 1998 Chevrolet Cavalier and it was red and so my friends named him chuck the cavalier <laughs> <laughs> i actually couldn't remember the name of it so that's kind of why i picked that question i wanted to see what the name was how long did chuck the cavalier last oh my goodness throughout high school and all throughout college like right before mm -hmm. i think my last semester of um undergrad that's when it decided to go kaput and i mean still to this day i miss that car we we went zooming everywhere <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say y'all he is also a graduate student so but you said undergrad so i just wanted to yes. make sure they knew that that little tidbit as well that oh, thank you he's thank educated you. <laughs> educated <laughs> <laughs> my next question for you is you have your own late night talk show who do you invite as your first guest Oh my goodness. Well, I have to invite Kevy the Dreamer first. Aww. <laughs> I actually wasn't expecting that answer. And this will actually be a segue to something else we're going to talk about. But I was thinking you were going to choose Raven Simone. That I was going to choose her too. <laughs> and just a side note for you guys, we actually are going to be talking about some crazy experiences that we've had together um, that just ties into our faith. Um, and having um, faith in God and how that encompasses reaching your goals. But we'll get to that in a little bit. My next question for you, let me unlock my phone because it just locked. Okay, if you had to delete all three apps from your smartphone, which ones, or I'm sorry, I said that wrong. If you had to delete all but three, I think I said all three. <laughs> um, if, you have, if you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which ones would you keep? Which ones would I keep? Okay, for sure, the um, the Bible app, because I do use the daily yes. Bible verse. Um, it definitely helps me um, keep grounded in the word. Um, and then iMessages, because <laughs> who doesn't want to get a text message? I mean, I wake up sometimes and my phone is dry. So, you know, some days my phone is booming, so I need to keep that going. <laughs> And then my third one, I would keep Instagram because, you know, I'm very, very loyal to Selfie Sunday and I can't give that up. <laughs> and just a side note, everybody, follow Raymond at Raymond C11. Did I, I said that right, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Sometimes Thank when I go off so memory, I doubt myself, but yes. So we will also reiterate that at the end of the episode, but um, just so that you guys can connect with him and we will be talking more in detail about who he is and um, what he does. Um, we have, I have two more icebreaker questions. I usually only ask people three, but I really want people to get to know you. Um, uh, thank you. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? 
Oh my goodness, the best piece of advice. Um, never be afraid of who you are and to let your light shine. Um, that it has always stuck with me, even though I didn't realize that until later on in life. Um, I think it is natural that we try to put on a facade and a performance for people, uh, mostly for acceptance. And I don't think that, you know, we automatically just like want to, you know, purposely be accepted by everyone, but I think it's just natural habitat. We want to be liked. So, you know, you could be a Kevy for, you know, person A or a Kevy for person B, Kevy for person C. And, you know, it could be three different Kevys. In the midst of that, you could lose who you are. So then when, you know, something like, God forbid, something, you know, tragic happens and, you know, you have to be on your game, how do you react? How does Kevy react? You don't know because you've been three different people for three different people. So be true to yourself. Um, everyone will love you for who you are. And that's the best piece of advice I've ever been given. I love that. That makes me think of one of my favorite um, hymns, which is This Little Light of Mine. And I think that you should always shine your light. I think that when you shine your light, you're shining the light that God gave to you and you're being who he created you to be. Absolutely. 1,000. The last question that I have for you, um, and this is a question that I really wanted to incorporate to just let people know who you are. What is your absolute dream job? Uh, my absolute dream job, I would love to be a professional dancer. Uh, ever since I was three years old, um, my mom and I would be in the living room and that's who I started you know, dancing with. In the very beginning, we were dancing um, first thing in the morning uh, to some Janet Jackson, salt and pepper. <laughs> and, you know, I just have continued that through throughout my whole life. And then, um, you know, throughout school uh, with our cousin, we were always in some type of show, always dancing in school shows, um, both high school and college. Um, and then now um, in my adult life, I now teach a hip hop dance fitness class. And, yes. you know, dance has always been a part of my life and it's my escape. It's my healthy escape from um, the outside world. Um, it gives me an opportunity to pause and to just enjoy and just to be. And the greatest thing um, that dance has done for me, you know, I don't necessarily remember, you know, all the moves that I'm doing when I'm dancing, but I always remember how the dances made me feel. So that is one of the best things that I think that could ever happen to a person who has a passion. I love it. I want to give a quick shout out to Crystal Cousins, Raymond's mother. Um, he mentioned her and um, that's actually where I wanted to start. I wanted to talk about you as a child and your love for dance. Um, this episode, everybody, is called Dancing Towards Your Dreams. Um, Raymond is a dancer um, and I'm actually, so everybody follow me on Instagram. Uh, my, my podcast Instagram is at cultivation with Kevy. Um, that's cultivation with the K for Kevy. And I will be posting some videos of Raymond dancing um, and just a background about him. Um, but so you have been dancing since you were three years old. So talk yeah. to me about when you first fell in love with dance and you did mention like Janet Jackson, salt and Pepper. Um, so the type of music that you most relate to, some of your favorite artists who inspires you. 
sorry, I'm kind of throwing in a lot of questions. So oh, no, you're good. basically just your journey um, from childhood to now and, and have you in, have incorporated your dreams of being a dancer. Okay. Um, so yeah, so my very first time that I remember dancing, um, I was three years old and I could still see it. We were downstairs in the living room and the music was on. And I remember my mom standing there and she's like, dance with me, dance with me. Come on, Raymond. You know how parents hype up their children. Yeah. And I just remember you know, just loving it. And, you know, at three years old, you know, nothing about choreography, you know, nothing about, you know, you know, hit moves, but you always, you know, you're just free. You're just free. And I always just remember every single time music would come on, I would just be, you know, willy nilly dancing all the time. And, you know, in present day, when I go see her, um, you know, there's just little cute words or, you know, when I first enter, first enter the door, you know, we just still bust down and dance. And it takes me back to when I was three years old and, um, you know, the little, the little Raymond who is looking up at his mom, you know, dancing and having, having the time of her life. Um, you know, that's the same feeling that I feel that, you know, I still have with her to this day. So of course, like, you know, with everything, that's one of the, one of my favorite things that I have with my mom is the bond of dancing. Um, so that. yes, Janet Jackson, um, and Salt and Peppa. So those were actually, I think they were her favorite artist at the time. I think okay. she was more Salt and Peppa yeah. um, than Janet. Um, no shade, Janet, she loved you. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, really took on to Janet Jackson. You know, um, the If Dance came out when I was, I was three. So I was definitely I gonna mention that, yes. <laughs> yes. So I remember, um, you know, being in the living room and just like throwing my arms everywhere and just, that's all I could do. And then, you know, and, and around the same time, you know, with Granny and Papa, you know, the, the music would be on. And every single time I would be in the living room, Shoot would be on by Salt and Peppa. So, <laughs> so my cousin and I, when we would be at um, Granny, Granny and Papa's house, like we would always be dancing to Shoot and still present day, that's still, that's still the jam. You know, the 1990s anthems are forever anthems. Yes. They didn't stay in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, so how it incorporated to present day and to uh, me um, getting into my dream, you know, it's actually, um, it's, a, it's a shocker uh, because what I do now, like I'm, I'm doing dance, but I'm also doing it for health and fitness, which is a 180 of what I thought that I would be doing, um, you know, before I, I was always very active. I did all sports growing up um, for a season. <laughs> I, was, I was not a baller shot caller, um, but, <laughs> except gymnastics, you know, that was, you know, from the time I was four, you know, I stopped competing when I was 21 and, you know, and still when, when I can, I go back to um, try to refresh some skills. It's been a long time, so I'm probably a little rusty, but, um, you know, health and fitness was never a part of an interest of mine. You know, I didn't care, you know, what I ate. I did not care um what i drank and how it affected my body and you know being a candidate for high cholesterol and you know other um genetic uh chronic diseases you know it's important you know so when I moved in our community and very very much yes. so and um my my pcp when we were going through my numbers, because a lot of those things, a lot of those illnesses like high blood pressure, 
high cholesterol, so many of those things, um, they're silent. So you could be sitting here like we are right now right. and we could be, you know, suffering from high cholesterol. And that's what happened to me. I did a biometric screening and my LDLs, I'm sorry, which one is the good cholesterol? The good cholesterol is HDL and the bad HDL. cholesterol is LDL. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my HDLs were okay. Okay. My LDLs, when they read it on the machine, mm -hmm. it literally came back in A. They couldn't even read it. It was so, so high that they couldn't. Got yes. It. Mm -hmm. And I had no symptoms. It was literally just me going in for a check. So, right. you know, I, my, my physician, which I, I love, I see too at, um, my practice, at the practice that I go to. And mm -hmm. they were like, okay, Raymond, like you need to, you need to change up your life. <laughs> so, you know, I got very involved in the fitness community here in Lexington, um, which I love so much. Shout and so at the time, yes. <laughs> and when I, um, so my roommate at the time, you know, it was during that time that I was having, you know, these newfound health complications and, you know, me still talking about, oh, I want to dance. I want to dance. I want to dance. So my roommate at the time was like, Raymond, you say you want to dance. And I was like, you know, you know this. <laughs> and he said, um, but what have you done to actually pursue your dream? And I literally, I've never been challenged like that before. That That's a bold question to ask. Um, and I'm very appreciative of that. And I stood there and I said, nothing. And I mean, I was just jaw dropped because I didn't know, I didn't know what to say because I didn't, I haven't done anything. It was all a dream, no notorious B.I.G. But like, <laughs> that's all it was. And he said, he looked me in my face and he said, I do not want to hear anything about you wanting to dance until you come to me with an action plan of how you're going to pursue this. And so I was like, well, dang, how do I put him in a chokehold and maintain the friendship at the same time? How's <laughs> that possible? But it, it was so true. It was so true because, but I didn't realize, I didn't realize that I was only speaking. I was, I had no validity in my words. I didn't have any drive under my words. It was, I want to dance. I want to be a dancer, you know? And so there was a, um, a dancing group who was coming to Lexington. And one of my friends was like, Hey, at my gym, they're doing a dance, um, a dance instructor class, I think that you should do it. And it was literally a couple of weeks after my roommate had said, I don't want to hear anything until you come with an action plan. So I did it. I enrolled and I got certified, was able to get certified that weekend. And, you know, I set it on the meetings and um, I don't, I don't want to bash any you know, any other company, but it just wasn't fitting in with who I was and with, you know, my vision of what I wanted to do. Um, so that lasted a couple of months. I didn't teach not one class. Um, you know, the studio that I was going to teach at, you know, we tried to, um, you know, get stuff booked, but it just didn't work. So I think that it worked out for the best because, you know, my passion and my drive wasn't in it. Um, so then the dance class that I, go to that I have been going to regularly 
she offered a masterclass a few years ago, but at the time I didn't even think about being an instructor. You know, I just wanted to dance. And so after that, I was like, man, you know, now I know, you know, I've learned the ins and outs of how to run a class. Um, I know the ins and outs of how to set a playlist, do this, do that. I just don't want to go with this company. Let me ask her if I could start teaching under her brand. So um, I, we usually before, um, you know, I would go over and, you know, we would just chill, have dinner, have a glass of wine and just be in good company. And then I was so nervous. I was so nervous because um, the brand that I teach under now, this was, I mean, she created it from, you know, the ground up and to ask someone to teach under their, under their baby, you know, to me, that was, that was a huge deal because, you know, of course doubt came in, am I going to be able to live up to what the standard is? Am I even capable of being an instructor? Because I've never taught anything before, let alone anything fitness related. <laughs> um, so we had a conversation um, and I was able to get certified and uh, present day, I teach Ignite with Raymond. Love to hear it. So how long, um, how long ago did you get certified with Ignite with Raymond and how long have you had, how long have you been doing Ignite with Raymond, the classes? So I've been teaching and doing, um, or, and got my certification September of 2020. So it was in the midst of a pandemic. Right. Um, and you know, that was, that was a, that was a tough time for everyone. Right. Um, Honestly, and I, I don't want to take away from anyone's experience with COVID, but during COVID, that was probably some of the best times of my life, like for many reasons. Because it gave um, you the time to, you know, to put everything on pause and reflect, organize, absolutely. plan, all of that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because I, I lead a very, very non-still lifestyle. <laughs> Kevin, we just got back from New York and Maryland in one week. <laughs> We were, we flew to New York. So Kevin and I flew to New York to go to a book signing, the best book signing I've ever experienced in my whole entire life. And then we took the train from New York to Maryland on that Thursday so we could be with our cousin. Literally she got the same night, not even the, the same next day. day. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we got done, I think. Well, Kevy, you got back very or sooner than sooner than I. Mm -hmm. I was a bad kid. <laughs> he stayed out late that night. <laughs> I stayed out late, and I didn't get back until two a.m. And our train left at five fifteen. Five fifteen, <laughs> and we took the train to Maryland, and then um, it, it it was a great weekend. But yeah. <laughs> so, but so that's just an example. But um, you know when everything closed it was like okay raymond you what are you going to do with your time um you can't just go to place a place b place c um you know gyms were closing um you know and i was in the height of you know trying to get trying to get right and, yeah, and um, what, what a crazy time to to start to teach a live class to start your business because everything was shutting down at that time so 
Absolutely. kudos to you for powering through that because it, it definitely was very uncertain, I'm sure. Thank you. Yes, it, it was, um, you know, and but honestly, I think, I don't know if I would have picked another time because I, and I didn't have, I didn't have a hard time starting um, because it, it was at the beginning. So, you know, I started from the bottom and, you know, first time teacher, first time fitness instructor, uh, first time teaching something that you love. And then in the midst of a pandemic, <laughs> you know, everything, everything was, I don't want to say against me because it's been a very positive experience, but any, like, if anything could go wrong drastically, that would have been the time. Right. And I muddled through and I pushed through. Absolutely. And just to um, also incorporate the next phase of Ignite with Raymond. So Raymond is actually on a journey right now. He's very close to being um, complete, but he is studying towards becoming a personal trainer as well. Um, so talk to talk to the audience about, um, well, you, I mean, you already have, and you already have like started, you know, how, what got you interested in health and fitness. Um, but so talk to people about what made you transition from just a dance instructor to now you want to incorporate, incorporate, excuse me, um, being a personal trainer and incorporating those two together, dance and fitness with personal training. Okay. So yeah. So the, the crew that I have met, um, at the gym at my current gym, um, and as well as the crew that I have met along the dance fitness community, they've all inspired me. They've all inspired me with their testimonies, um, you know, how working out makes them feel, the community that it brings. Um, and like I moved here to Lexington five years ago and all of my friends that I've met, you know, have been from the gym. And, you know, and, and our cousin, you know, he told me, he's like, Raymond, there will not be any friends like your gym friends. And that is so true. Um, you know, cause no matter where, where the setting is, you're always going to have something to talk about. Um, there's, there's a certain, there's a different appreciation that, uh, we all have for each other, which I'm very, very grateful for. Um, I know personally, um, you know, going to the gym, and you know, focusing around a healthier lifestyle, it's done a tremendous, um, it's had an, a tremendous effect on me uh, in the in the most positive way. Um, I'll actually start, if that's okay. Sure. <laughs> um, so back in 2020, um, so my aunt asked me to do a six week intermittent fasting challenge. And so, I, I agreed to it. Um, and then I, you know, had a checkup during that time. And, you know, at the time I had lost, I think like seven pounds. And so my PCP, she was like, Raymond, oh my goodness, I noticed that the scale is lighter than the last time you came. What have you been doing? And I said, oh, um, nothing really. I mean, right now I'm on an intermittent fasting challenge with my aunt, but honestly, like that's it. And she said, oh my goodness, Raymond, do that as long as you can because <laughs> with you know with my high cholesterol um and everything she talked about like the digestion uh aspect of it and um just the positive benefits of you know what intermittent fasting can do you know you can be healthy without having to be put on a pill you know which is 
naturally when we go to the doctor or, you know, if we go to get help, you know, we're, we're automatically going to assume that, A, we're going to get a pill, um, a magic pill that cures all. And it doesn't have to be that intense because once you think about it, like things that you can do in your outside or in your daily routine is all the, is all the medicine that you need sometimes. Not to bash medicine because, you know, if it wasn't for medicine and modern medicine, a lot of us would not be here, you know, but um, there, there are things um, that we can do naturally to uh, pave the way. And um, so that's, that's what really started it. So as time went on, then I, you know, started running. Um, it, again, that was like mid pandemic. So um, a couple of my friends from the gym was like, oh my goodness, the gym's closed. We need to go run. We need to stay active. So I started running. Um, then gyms opened back up. I started going back to the gym, um, you know, for my four day a week classes. Then I started dancing with, you know, the group again. And, you know, my life just changed. You know, I noticed that um, I was more happier. I was uh, resting better. I didn't feel, you know, as fatigued, you know. Um, I'm in my 30s and I feel younger now in my 30s than I did in my 20s, you know. And I think a lot of it is because, like, I'm now more cognizant of how to take care of my body. Um, so, that eventually became a passion of mine. You know, I love, you know, reading um, words, you know, of what we can do to help us and help other people. Um, and like the testimonies that I've heard, you know, of how they love to work out and what a workout does for someone. Like, I'm like, okay, if I can aid in that, um, if I can aid to help someone to feel their very best or just feel good, you know, that's that's what I want. That's the that's the next step that I want because I just know how everyone in the fitness community and the dance fitness community how they've made me feel um, included, um, you know, encouraging uh, everything. I, I want to be that for someone. So that that's been that was my journey to lead me to personal training. Um, Absolutely. I, and so Raymond is somebody that works out like. <laughs> I want to say that Raymond probably works out eight days out of the week. <laughs> There's seven oh, days of the week. Raymond I'm will... A, I'm a slacker. I'm a slacker. <laughs> oh, please. Um, <laughs> Raymond will get up at 5, 5.30 in the morning and go to a class and then turn around after work. And then he'll work out again at 6. Like, how how many how many days a week? do you work out? How many times a day do you work out? And also talk about, this is something that I just thought about. Um, so you actually have over the course of your twenties and thirties, how much weight have you lost? Ooh, me? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so on average, I try to work out between four and five times a week or four and five days a week. Um, it is a lot harder when, um, when you travel for me uh personally um mostly because you know a lot of times when i travel it's for you know bachelor parties and um you know birthday parties so you know i want to make sure that i'm focusing 100 on the person we're celebrating so it makes it a little bit difficult to pull away and um go to the gym or work out because you know the itinerary is booked and busy <laughs> so i work out four to five times 
um, a week, I try to. And um, I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to limit it to one time a day, but sometimes it's two, sometimes three, and it's been up to four times a day. Four times a day. Oh <laughs> four times goodness. a day. Usually Wednesdays. Usually Wednesdays are my heavy days. Um, well, because you also run and you also, yeah. Yep. I can see so it. Okay. I run and then I'll do like a separate walking um, and then volleyball. You know, yeah. my fitness tracker counts that as a workout. So we count that as a workout. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, like a cycling class, you know, um, that I do on Wednesday. So usually those are the, the heaviest days. Um, and how much weight have I lost? You know, I don't, I, I wish I could give you a number, but I didn't really start, I didn't start. Uh, tracking from a certain point. Um, okay. There was, so some, some think that I've lost 50. I know personally, I know for a fact that I've at least lost 40. Um, some, some believe 50 and some believe, you know, more, but um, I, when I first started um, this journey, I actually have two story or two journeys. Um, the second one is definitely the one that's most um most near and dear to my heart, I suppose. But, um, so my very first time working out or, you know, wanting to get fit, I was fresh out of graduate school and I started working and there was one flight of steps. Um, and you literally like the steps at the apartment, you know, coming up to the door, that's the amount of steps that it took to get from the bottom floor to my office. That was it. And I was so exhausted. I was so tired um, and, you know, multiple, like my grandparents talking about, you know, them being diabetics, um, that in like that, that being a symptom like fatigue and, you know, I was like, oh gosh, like I've been active all this time and I can't even walk up a flight of steps. So I got nervous. Then came the constant urination, which is another symptom of diabetes. Um, so I, I, I thought I had diabetes, um, but I didn't want to get checked. So I was like, you know, I need to do, I need to lose 10 pounds. <laughs> um, I wouldn't go to the doctor. Um, I just started, you know, I did a cleanse, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, then I started running at work. A lady that I worked with, she was very active. So I would go run with her. And of course, we, even like with those little changes, um, my life changed drastically because I was not, I did not run. I did not run not a nan one time. <laughs> and, you know, eating healthy, who, who does that, you know? But like where my life was so drastic, like from one end to the other, like the weight fell off quick. Um, so I didn't notice that I was losing weight. And someone told me, that was like, Raymond, oh my gosh, like you look good. Like you're losing weight. And I was like, <laughs> who me? And like they realized before I did. So um, I kept doing what I had to do, um, you know, to to keep the weight off. The healthy aspect actually left me and it was all about vanity. Um, I wasn't called big or fat. Like, you know, no one's ever came up to me and was like, um, you fat, you know what, or you anything like that. Um, but I also... In, under the same breath, I never have been complimented on my my body. Like, oh, Remy, you look good. I, ne I never had that before. So that immediately, like, that's all I cared about. It got unhealthy. 
And um, what I really, really want to, um, I want people to listen to and hear is, you know, I said before, like there are natural ways that we can get to our goal without, you know, heavy, heavily medicating ourselves. Um, I got on every single diet pill on the market. Um, I did three, three different types of cleanses. Um, Kevy, there was a company that we were working with, you know, and they had, you know, weight loss, get quick, <laughs> get slim quick, you know, things. And, you know, I dove into that, um, on top of, you know, doing over the counter, um, weight loss supplements, um, doing any and everything to keep the weight off. Um, and so my cousin, <laughs> Um, you know, after, you know, I was telling him about like my journey and he said, you know, Raymond, you, you do know these are called supplements. So once you're done with them, they're going to stop doing what they're supposed to do supplement pretty much like get it together. Um, so, but you know, the, the crazy thing is I lost, I lost weight everywhere on my body with all of those supplements, except in my stomach. I could not lose my stomach whatsoever. Um, so, but I, I stopped taking the supplements and sure enough, I gained the weight back real quick. Um, and so it wasn't until uh, I did the intermittent fasting challenge with my aunt that I started taking things more seriously, um, you know, making sure that I it can incorporate, you know, fruits and vegetables in my diet, making sure that I'm not, you know, over overdoing anything, you know, and I don't believe in, there are so many diets out there or so many, and cause some, I hate to say diet because I, I feel like there's such a negative connotation, um, with that. So what is a different word? Lifestyles. There are so many different lifestyles that are out there. And, um, I think we can only speak to what's, what works for us. I don't know if I, if any lifestyle, unless it's, you know, self, um, self-harming, I don't know if I can consider them bad, but honestly, I tried everything. And until I started intermittent fasting, like nothing was really working. Like I tried being a vegetarian. I tried being a pescatarian. I tried being vegan. Um, and none of that really worked until I started intermittent fasting. Um, so it was very, it was very good knowing that there was something out there that could fit my specific needs. Can you take a moment to describe what intermittent fasting is for anybody that may not know what that term means? Okay. Intermittent fasting is, um, it's a lifestyle that, uh, you know, we, we fast from a certain time to certain time. So, you know, 24 hours in a day, I fast for 16 Okay. and I eat for eight. So my times to work best for me, mm -hmm. um, as far as, you know, with like going out and, um, you know, going to the gym, what time I'll be back. You have to really like um, set your times based on that. So I start eating at 12.30 p.m. and I stop eating at 8.30 p.m. Okay. There are different times. Um, there's the uh, 13, 11, you, you know, you fast for 13 hours and then you have 11 hour um, window to uh, eat. Um, there's also, um, an intermittent fasting style. So like you, so say if you start or stop eating at like seven one day, then you're, you're done eating for 13 hours, um, for that day. 
uh, and then like say the next day you stop eating at 8 p.m. You can't eat again for another 13 hours after that. So that's a little bit more flexible. Okay. Um, but I, I do I do the 16 8 um, to have more structure for me because um, I'll be, be out there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> But it's also not limiting. Of course, you want to be like mindful of what you're putting into your body. But like, I can still, you know, I can go out and have pizza with friends. I can still go out and have chicken sandwiches with friends or fries and stuff like that. It's and not I as I sorry to cut you off. I think that's important mm -hmm. to note with, especially for for myself, um, for people that want to be healthy. It's not realistic to cut out foods that you enjoy. So it's right. okay, even if you're on a journey for fitness, it's okay to eat pizza or fries or, Absolutely. you know, of course, in moderation, of course, you don't want to overdo it, but it is okay to every once in a while, you know, and forgive me for y'all out there. Don't think that I'm a diet expert because I'm not by any means, but I think that it's very unrealistic that we think that we can never eat our favorite food again, because I'll mm -hmm. go on record and say, I love me some Popeye's. I, I knew that's what you were going to say. <laughs> I could never cut out Popeyes in my life entirely. Now, am I going to have it for every meal? No, of course not. But the thought of never having it again, I think that that's going to put, you know, some people at a place where, you know, they're just, they're of course going to fail because it's not, it's just not realistic. Um, right. So a question that I have for you is, how close are you to being done with your personal training program? I'm very excited. So um, I believe on the 22nd, uh, the 22nd of this month okay. um, is when I can sit for my exam. So uh, okay. I feel like I'm back in school again, um, except this time around is actually something that I'm very interested in. Love it. <laughs> so so I'm... Oh, go ahead. Excuse oh, no, me. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so when can we expect the the new the the new 2.0 version of ignite with with raymond or, or excuse me actually i believe now it's get right with ray uh, <laughs> so i am doing get right with ray i will still be teaching ignite um okay but i will i i can't tell you the exact date yet because okay. it's kind of it's a surprise but um but it's coming so we can, it's we, coming. can we can look forward to a new version of what you've already been doing in lexington yes okay. absolutely absolutely okay something else that i really want to talk about um is the crazy experiences that we have had in our life um we're we're cousins um but we have been like close, close friends, I would say since 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. Um, so I wanna talk about um, some of the crazy opportunities and the people that we've had the opportunity to meet, just to encourage people out there um, that have a dream, just to know that anything is possible if you have faith. So the one, there's two things that I specifically wanna, actually three things specifically that I wanna mention. Um, but one thing that I just want to quickly mention is that you have had the opportunity to dance on stage with, correct me if I'm wrong, I can't remember if it's New Edition or Belle Biv DeVoe. I think it's Belle Biv DeVoe. And yes. then I can't remember if you were on stage for SWV. No, not for them. Okay. No. But, they, we, we made eye contact though. But, we made eye contact. <laughs> but my, my girl Taj, shout out to Taj. Um, love her from SWV. Um, 
definitely was dancing with you, even if you guys were not in the same vicinity. One was yes. on stage, one was front stage. So I did want to talk about that because you have had the opportunity to dance on stage with some renowned artists. Um, is there anybody else that I'm missing other than them too? Ooh, that I've danced on stage with. Belle Biff DeVoe. Um, who was... I feel like there's more, but maybe uh, yeah. not. At the moment, we can't remember, but there we've had all kinds of crazy experiences like that. Um, we were at an SWV concert, and Raymond was just being oh. Raymond and took over the dance floor and was noticed, and he actually danced on stage with Belle Bib DeVoe at a concert we were at. We've been to so yeah. many concerts that I can't even keep track of where we were at and when it was. Um, but one story that I really want to talk about that really changed the course of my life um, so a lot of people, if you know me, and if you don't know me and you're getting to know me now, I'm an Amory fan. If From the time that Amory came out, I'm one of those people, I could probably tell you the date, June 1st, 2002, when she was the new joint of the day on One of Six and Park, somewhere in that vicinity. Um, she's just been my artist, my person that inspires me. Can't explain why, just something that, you know, you're captivated by that person. Um, but... Me and Raymond actually had the opportunity to meet Amory, and I actually almost gave up before it could happen. Um, so I want Raymond to tell that story because I just think that it's very important for people to note to not give up. Sometimes when we're really close to something happening and it feels like it's not going to happen, we're facing stumbling blocks and obstacles. That's when it's going to happen. So I would love for Raymond to tell this story. Alrighty, so we were, <laughs> I think that was like one of our first road trips. Yes. Um, we went to, we went to DC uh, to see Amory and it was already confirmed that Kevy would be able to meet her after the show. So, you know, I'm very, very excited for him um, because again, you know, when you, when you have a connection with someone for so long and, you know, you love their art and you love what they stand for, the opportunity to meet them, I mean, it's such a surreal moment because we look at all of these people who we listen to, um, who we read about, who we watch on the screen and never in a million years do we think, I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to meet this person. And you had this opportunity to do that. Um, and so we get to the, we get to the show and, you know, the show was amazing. I, I, I remember even down to what we were wearing and <laughs> it, we were supposed to, well, actually you were supposed to just go back and I was supposed to, you know, way back. Um, and so you were on the list with, too. She put your name. Oh, on I the was? List. Yes. I made sure I'm of that. Honored. <laughs> so, um, we get we get to the the bouncer and we tell him hey we have proof emory said that you know get her we're able to come backstage or go up to her um her fitting room the guy was not budging at all not one little at all and so i'm like hold up <laughs> no 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 kevy like ha has the paper right here or the email we're going back and i mean big what six foot three you know Huge. big <laughs> humongous guy and i don't know what came over me but kevy you had said never mind just forget it you were over it 
and you started walking back. And I don't know if I've ever gotten physical with anyone in this, <laughs> but I promise it was out of love. I looked at that bouncer and I said, sir, we will stand right here until we go backstage to see Anne-Marie. We're not leaving until we get her. I turned to my left. I grabbed your arm and I said, bring your behind back over here. We're going upstairs. And next thing you know, we ended up being upstairs. <laughs> um, but I felt like I felt it. You know, I do believe, you know, God gives us inklings like just because what michelle williams say when jesus says yes nobody can say no ain't that what that she part, said ain't that that what she told us? so like you know i knew that we were going to be able to go i knew that it wasn't wrong that we were supposed to go up there we were not leaving that concert hall without seeing her and you know um it, it was smooth sailing after that. Uh, to this day, I don't know why that he was so adamant on not letting us back. I mean, I guess like you, with how established she is, I guess it's probably more common than not for people right. to be like, oh, hey, right. I want to go upstairs. No but you have the documentation. No right. No disrespect to him. He's doing a job, you know. But it's just, yes. it's, it's, um, part of, it's part of the stumbling blocks that we go through in yes. life. And I was ready to give up. I did give up. I'm somebody, I'm very impatient. And when something is just not, something that I really, really put my energy into that I really want to happen is just not working out. You know, being discouraged, I, I gave up and I was done. And I, I remember turning around and saying, let's just go. It's fine. You know, at least I got to see her perform. And Raymond was like, uh-uh. And in my mind, you probably did grab my arm, but in my mind, I feel like I was drugged like a rag doll, like by my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like, at least. I probably but. did. Because, I mean, when I tell you, I lost, I feel like that set me off so bad because, like, he didn't even, he didn't even try to check. Right. And you had the documentation, right. you had the proof and everything. He didn't try to right. check. And it's like, sir. I actually had, I had a DM from her, um. And that's another thing that actually a lesson that I've learned from Raymond that I'd love to incorporate in this is you have to go after what you want. There's a quote, actually, Oprah says this quote, and I'm not, I don't think I'm saying it verbatim, but it's, you'll never know unless you ask, ask the question, ask for what you want and you shall receive. And that's something, it's very simple, but it's something that has blessed me so much. Um, so I'm somebody that I don't, and I've, I've definitely evolved since then you know i was 24 at the time i, I want to say it was 2014 i can't mm -hmm. remember exactly i feel like it was may 2014 yeah actually like yeah. it's coming up on the eighth year yeah which is crazy um but you know i was at work one night i was at i was working at ohio state university um as a nurse and you know i don't know what came over me either I, i'd like to think it was god um was just telling me like I remember a friend of mine, shout out to Jennifer, um, who I worked with at Ohio State, a very dear friend. Um, we were working together. We started orientation together. And I found out that Amory was going to have a live um, appearance. Um, I think it was a Pride event um, in D.C. Yeah. And, you know, at that time, I'd really never traveled, never been to a concert really or done anything. And it just came over me. This is an opportunity to meet Amory. So I DM'd her. By the grace of God, she followed me, which is just surreal. But... Uh, she, I DM'd her and she, you know, I just told her my story about being a fan and wanting to meet her. Um, and she was just so gracious, so sweet. One of the sweetest people I've ever met in my life. Shout out to Amory. Um, that's another episode. I won't get into that yet. But um, basically just uh, allowed it, it was just very nice, very humble, very beautiful and just kind and let it happen. 
Um, and we, you know, anything that's worth having is not going to come to you easily. So that's a lesson that I learned in that. And it was by the grace of God that I had somebody like Raymond with me to make sure that it happened. Because if it would have just been me and I went through that, I probably would have given up. I probably wouldn't have kept fighting. Um, so yeah, so I just want anybody that hears that to just know that if you have a dream, you know, and for me, it was, it was literally just being able to tell her what she meant to me. She has a, a inspired the artist that I aspire to be today and actually awakened within me the realization that I'm an artist um, just through, you know, respecting her body of work. Um, so I just wanted to tell her that in person and I just wanted to have a picture to, to look back on someday. Um, that it was as simple as that, you know, and it's turned into a friendship, um, a relationship that, you know, just any dream that you have for your life, you have to have faith in it. You have to have, you have to have faith in God because God is who is giving you the dream and the tools and, and laying out the plan. So if you, if you don't have faith in your dreams, you don't have faith in God. God is, who mm. is to me is who has given you that dream because I believe that that is the life that he has laid out for you. So, you know, you're going to go through stuff in life. Um, and the journey is the beautiful part. So go through those stumbling blocks and obstacles and, and know that they're there. There, there's another quote that I love. Um, I believe it is attack is the proof that I can't remember the end of it, but basically attack is the proof that your enemy believes in you something like that because there's a reason mm. why you're being blocked to go to where you're going so i wanted to tell that wow. story and the last thing that i want to talk about with raymond is he had the same opportunity he met his favorite artist raven simone and i would love for you to tell that story because it's it's another it's another reminder that we shouldn't give up that we should keep going yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm still in shock that that actually happened. You know, um, I've loved her ever since, you know, I was old enough to watch the Cosby shows and mispronounce her name. So you know, her name is Raven Simone and well, it's Simone. It's Simone. <laughs> and, um, you know, our cousin, you know, who I dance with all the time, all my life, you know, she loved her too. Um, well, she loved the Cosby show. I don't know if she loved... Raven Simone as much, but she had this big portrait and she said, this is da -da 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 -da, Raven Simone. I said, it's Simone. It's Simone. <laughs> and, and lo and behold, it's Simone. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, I watched her, you know, from the Cosby show um, to hanging with Mr. Cooper to, you know, the Dr. Doolittle movies. And then of course, you know, when I was in eighth grade, she came out with that's a raven. That was the... And the rest is history. <laughs> the rest is history. Um, that was the first time that I actually stopped hanging out with people. Not not stopped hanging out with people. I'm sorry, I phrased that wrong. But like, I cut like hanging out short so I could go home and watch That's a Raven. She did a New Year's... Um, a New Year's Eve bash, which, you know, um, I think that was like the premiere of her show. And so it, if it wasn't the premiere, it was like, you know, they were showing a, um, a lot of episodes of her show mm -hmm. in the very beginning. And I stayed home and I watched the whole- On New Year's Eve, even. Yes. Probably had yes. plans. That That's dedication. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think my family was very, very happy, you know, that I stayed behind home. 
<laughs> but um, I was like, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, you know, all those years, I'm like, I'm going to meet her one day. I, I'm going to meet her one day. You know, and that was with, that was even before Instagram. That was before um, MySpace came out, you know, Facebook, before any Twitter, type of social media. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I'm going to meet her one day. So I was in school and um, I was in an organization um, and we would go to conferences every year. And so they called me and they said, I need you to come to the office. And I'm like, what did I get? What did I do now? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> yes. So then they said, you will not believe who will be at this year's convention. And I knew it immediately. And I said, Raven Simone. And they said, yes. And I said, we're going. And the um, the advisor at the time um she wasn't in favor of the group going, so the group did not go, but he did. <laughs> so he registered. Mind you, I was a college student paying conf- paying adult conference prices. You know, I, I mean, I was great. Like, you know, I had to, scr- I had to make it work. And so um, my fraternity, we were practicing for Greek week at the time. And I said, how long is practice going to go? I'm going to meet Raven Simone. At that time, I didn't, I did, I knew it, but I didn't know it, you know, because I was only going to watch her perform. And uh, it was like, we'll be done at eight. So I called um, Granny and I said, Granny, I need you to be down here at eight o'clock. We're driving to North Carolina. I'm meeting Raven Simone. And lo and behold, my road dog. I was about Joe to say the, the loyal road dog didn't even ask yes. questions. She said say less before say yes. less was even coined a phrase. <laughs> right. <laughs> she drove down, met me at my my apartment. We left at midnight. So we could get down there like right at the time. Like, so she went to the hotel. We got a hotel. She went to the hotel. I went straight to the conference. I dropped her off. I said, sis, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> so I went there and I mean, I heard her speak and I mean, when I tell you packed, the Coliseum was packed. Um, and granted it was a showcase. Like, so some of the shows that you go to, um, like the one that we went to a couple weeks ago where there's a lot of artists that are showcasing themselves. So that's similar to what it was. Like they had a, like a lot of artists, um, who, were showcasing like their arts and their talents and everything. And Raven happened to be the keynote speaker. And so I was sitting there and I got my stuff. She was like, thank you. You know, after she did all her pleasantries. And then they was like, Raven will be doing a short meet and greet downstairs. Y'all, when I tell you, I mean, I was a track star. I ran <laughs> out that place. I don't even, and you know, I'm geographically challenged. Didn't know where I was going. <laughs> I was running down the escalators, pushing through people. Um, you know, they they gave me a badge. It said executive board member. I was a student. I was a student, <laughs> <laughs> and I ran down there and I said, "I'm here to meet Raven Simone," and they said, "The line." is wrapped around clear back there. And I looked at someone and I said, I am not waiting in that line. I did not drive five hours 
overnight to not meet Raven Simone. So I told the lady who was in charge of her booth, I said, ma'am, I'm, I'm going to stand right here. I'm going to meet Raven Simone. And she was like, who are you with? And I said, I'm by myself. So they were only, they wasn't even allowing people to talk to her. They put people in groups of four to do a picture. <laughs> and in true Raymond fashion, what happened next? <laughs> <laughs> you see what happened was they put me and it was an older guy and two girls. And they said, you four, it's your turn. And I said, no, ma'am, I did not come with them. I'm going by myself. And uh, <laughs> I know that's right. And she was like, just wait. Like, she, I don't know how old she thought it was. She's like, sweetheart, just wait. And I was like, that I will do. <laughs> and so I stood there and I got my picture with her, but it didn't end there. And I will be posting the picture for everybody to see. Yay! I'm Cultivation you. with Kevy at Instagram. Get that plug in <laughs> in case y'all didn't hear earlier. <laughs> K U L T I V A T I O N W I T H K E V I E. Correct? Correct. Yes. <laughs> so I, um, you know, I told, I looked at her and I said, Raven, I was like, I have loved you from the beginning. Um, you know, I told her how inspiring she was to me um, and just what she has done for me, like in my childhood um, and the messages. I don't know if you, um, you know, not to promote a show, but, you know, I don't know if you've, if a lot of you have watched That's a Raven or listened to the the depth that it has, but she, we're, we're talking about a 16 year old girl at the time when That's a Raven came out. She made sure that her show was surrounded by body positivity, encouragement, stability, both mentally and relationship-wise with your friends. Absolutely. It, that's, a, I mean, for a 16-year-old to think of that. Absolutely. And to be able to teach everyone, to teach everyone who is watching I mean, there, there are episodes that are popping in my head that I can just remember. Oh my gosh, like Raven taught me that. Raven taught me that. Raven taught me that. Absolutely. So, you know, to be an adult and to be able to show her, to give her her flowers, yes. so to speak, was just a blessing. And um, I said, I asked her because, um, and I don't know how much time we have because I could go on so many different tangents, but um, I remember asking her, I was in graduate school and, you know, my goal at the time was to get a master's degree, but I didn't know what I wanted to do, um, you know, as far as that was concerned. So, you know, that was when, you know, entertainment, entertainment and, you know, dancing came into the picture. And I said, Raven, what would you do? How, what, would, what advice would you give to someone who wants to go after their dreams, but it not it might not be accepted by everyone. And she looked at me, she said, you have to do what's best for you because at the end of the day, you are the going to have to be the one to suffer the consequences. And that stuck with me because it's like, no matter what, like, Kevi, you could tell me right now to move to X, Y, and Z. Oh, Raymond, you will, you will dance your behind off and place X, Y, and Z. And I get there and I ain't dancing to X. 
you know, let alone the Y and the Z. You told me to do that. I trusted you. Right. Now, when people give advice, I don't believe that everyone gives malicious advice or, you know, advice meant to harm someone. But at the end of the day, are you going to have to suffer the hurt, the pain, the cost mentally, financially? Are you going to have to suffer those consequences? No. Even though you told me to move, I'm going to have to suffer those. So I also want to make sure like in anything, you know, make sure that any decision, take, take advice from people, take, definitely take advice from people. I don't want to say to not listen to people because people will, different perspectives will come and it will teach you a different side that you never knew was there. I'm grateful for everyone in my life. Um, They've taught me at least a million lessons (laughs) in these 32 years of life, but when, you, when it comes down to making the final decision, make sure that you're weighing all the options that you thought of for yourself and that other people have been gracious enough to give you. And you weigh out by yourself which one is going to be best for you because at the end of the day, you are going to have to suffer those consequences if it doesn't work out. But the good thing is you will be the one to reap all the benefits if it does work out. But um, no matter what, just make sure you do everything for you. Absolutely. I have one Last question for you, because we are running out of time. But my question is, does Crystal Cousins still know the if dance? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. <gasps> We're going to have to find out. Uh, I will, <laughs> I'll have to ask her or I'll have to do it with her. Um, I, I don't know. We've not listened to Miss Jackson lately. Um, so what, what I will say, what I really, really do appreciate, uh, my mom is not very um, hip on social media. Um, so she has my, she made a Facebook so she can keep up with my sister and I and what we do. So, um, I think she does know how to use YouTube. Um, but I don't know if she, you know, knows how to, you know, just search for that specific video. But, um, but what I do know is she saves my videos that I have done for my classes and she goes back and does the workouts virtually with me, even though that I don't, I'm not all the way doing them virtually. So. Love it. Shout out to Crystal Cousins and shout out to Raven Simone, Black Girl Magic. We love you, Queen. Guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. Raymond, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I hope that this episode blesses you guys as much as it has blessed me. Um, Until next time, this has been Cultivation with Kevy. Take care. Bye-bye.